Okay. Hey, don't put yourself down. It's okay. Like your shirt, My special guy. My special guy. I know. I didn't realize one of the buttons had the zebra stripe on it. Fashionable. No, two. Two. And there's two different buttons to get into the pockets, which is. Maybe annoying. Certainly One's a popper and one's a button. Oh, well, yeah. Right. Yeah. You can't see them. You can't, you can't, no. Yeah. I can't get my pocket, I can't get my pocket. Maybe you can't even like get around. And that was the shirt cast. The shirt cast, yes. Well, hello and welcome to episode two of the beer cast. Here with me today uh, is Richard again. Hello, hello. And joining us this time are Alison. Hi. And Craig. Hello. Hello. And yeah, we're doing part two of the Scottish episode. And first up this week is William's Gold. So I'll get on to pouring and maybe uh, the squire can uh, give us some facts. Uh, yes, well it's from the Williams Brewery who are in Alworth and they're quite a recent brewer. They started in 1992. Um... I'll just trash the place itself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they have a range of beers. They actually have two different production companies within the same place. Um, but we'll be That's talking well, about the actually. second of those later. Um, Williams Brothers, they, they have four different main brands and they're, they're all named after colours apart from one which is Williams Joker, which I, I thought we'd be drinking but we're not drinking now because this is... <laughs> because I couldn't find it. Because you couldn't find it. We're drinking Williams Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> That's excessively mean. Someone's got a very small need... portion. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I've always faded myself from my small portions. <laughs> Just the way it's sitting, sorry. That's not even a Scott for either. No, honestly it's fine, thanks. Hey! <laughs> Stealing my beer. Doing a bit of redistribution. Uh, other podcasts have a beer each, but we have one between four of us, so we have to have very small bits each. Hey! <laughs> 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 really gonna have to compress you. It's <laughs> so loud. <laughs> anyway. anyway, the website mm. says that Williams Gold is a refreshing and full bodied sparkling golden ale, which is brewed using a blend of seven malts. It smells bloody fantastic. It has undertones of vanilla and fruit. And they're offset by a citrus aroma of fresh hops, <coughs> suggesting grapefruit and orange. Did they do an aftershave? Mm. Is it aftershave? Is it? No, it just it would be a good aftershave for smell of beer. I'll be. I like this. It tastes good. Mm. Dead air, people. Dead air. Let <laughs> <laughs> those taste of good. Everyone's drinking at the same time. Mm. I'm not oh. sure whether it's been mentioned before, but I'm not a beer drinker. <laughs> I'm not sure I like this one very much. Yeah, you did pull a very strange face there. Yeah, what what do you don't like about it? Uh, bitterness, kind of. Bitter. No, no, the beeriness. Beeriness, yeah. No, I don't like laggery ones as much. It's quite laggery. It's quite like a flat lager, but it's mm. damn tasty. Mm. I've taken off already. Our computer's going crazy. Oh, yeah. I forgot to minimise before the uh, airline comes into land. Um, they, they only employed 10 people, Williams Brothers, it's a very small operation. Um, and they started off producing traditional Scottish recipe beers, which we're going to talk about later because we've got one of those to try as well. Um, but in 2004 they moved to a larger premise in Alwood in central Scotland, and they started this new line, new range of beers, which uh, they're very well designed, they've got nice, nice labels. I was wondering nice. whether the boar on the label was actually the boar that's up in um, Dalyada which is the ancient seat of the Scots. If you go up there, which is in Argyll, you can see a carving <coughs> of a boar. Mm. Um, and it, it looks quite reminiscent of it. Nice little Celtic thing, isn't it? Mm. 
the other side of other animals on, yeah. um, apart from the Joker, which has a joke on it. Uh, not quite so Celtic. No, <laughs> Celtic joke, isn't it? <laughs> it's uh, not very strong. It's only 3.9%, which means you can drink lots of it, mm, which is good. Session ale. It's a session ale. It's very good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, golden ales tend, tend to be less percentage-wise than other beers. They, they do a stronger one. Well, the strongest beer they do is 4.5, so it's not like they're knocking out 7 percenters like, like other breweries. Like. Do. Mm, that's good. It's really tasty. I'm not very good at describing how good things, but taste of. Very is good. it quite hoppy? Is that it, um, no? It is quite. Not very good it's not. I think it's hoppy. It's no. not like bitter and twisted hoppy. And this, like, not I mean, very it's flowery. Quite, it's quite nice. Is that I just us convincing you? No, it, it's well. It's going down easier now. Taking a few wee. It's very easy to drink. Mm-hmm. You can take mouthfuls of this. You don't kind of sip it, do you? Yeah. It's kind of. It's really fruity. I mean, it's very lemony, kind of citrusy fruit. Lemony. Yeah. You can taste it. I can't. Orange more, I think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Reading the label. (laughs) I think grapefruit. 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 There you go. That's what I was going for. What do you think about the pictures of the guys? (coughs) Bruce and Scott Williams? Yes, the two founders. Yes, they're very cheery. Very cheery chaps. Well, they drink a lot of beer. Imagine. We we were speaking at the food fair. Yeah, we were. Oh, Okay. Well, we were speaking. Yeah, speaking Bruce. to that Bruce guy. and Scott. Bruce or Scott? Bruce, Bruce. Bruce mainly. Scott seemed to be a bit quieter. He was the man supplying the beer in the background. <laughs> <laughs> a noble job. <laughs> and what were you talking to them about? Beer. Beer. Sad stuff like where do you get your hops from? Right. Which apparently is England and... Germany? Germany and some yeah, North American it's... hops for yeah. the Joker. Or was it this one? I can't remember. <clears throat> Well, this one has seven hops in it. Mm-hmm. I think we've spoken about this before. Right? Seven hops. Most hops come from Germany or the US. Mm. I wonder mm. why you can't grow hops in Scotland. Too oh. wet. Too wet. Too wet. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know about That's what hop I would guess. cultivating. So. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly wet today. Something we should find out, though. Mm. If, if you made your own beer, would you put your faces on the front? If I was smiley Anything? like that, I probably would. <laughs> Their labels are kind of non-traditional for the UK anyway. They are. Remind me more of labels you see in the United States. Which makes me think, are they going for that market? Well, they're certainly exporting a lot of it by the looks of it. With all these, it says Cerveza, says Spanish, that's Italian, French. I don't know what these two are. Polish. Polish. I don't know. It's possibly because their, their range of historic ales have got extremely... Scottish style labels, so oh, they wanted yes. to make them different to this. Mm. Um, weird bit on the label. It's a nice bottle. The kind of circular cutout bit, which mm. looks like that joins into it. <laughs> like exploding from the label coming up. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking more about the label than the beer. It is quite similar to Britain mm. Twisted. I think you mentioned that before. I'm, I'm not sure. It's, it's not. Doesn't have the crazy bitter aftertaste that Britain Twisted does. It's just, just twisted. <laughs> I think that I'm, it's not necessarily for me, but I can. I definitely think it's good, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. I if you can like mm-hmm. something for somebody else. Sure. I would rate it very highly and mm. drink a lot. I like the non-gassiness of it, actually. Yeah, that is quite strange, actually, considering it's very... <clears throat> like, there's not even a slight face to it. Mm. I think there is. There well, is, there is. It's I not can, flat, but it's... It's actually open about five it's, minutes. I don't oh, think it would have gone that uh, flat in that time. But. 
It's definite. No, I think it's it's kind of a bit of a sparkle, but it's not a gassy. If you hold it on your tongue, there's no... No fizz. So they're from Alloa and harvesting uh, another brewery like uh, from just nearby in Alva. Is that right? Uh, yes, they're from Alva. So they're quite new to that. Yes. Yeah. They're all on the same following the the run of the fourth. Oh no, they the estuary, all the From Stunning all the way. Yeah. yeah. Well the Stunning uh, fourth estuary runs from Stunning all the way through up to Grangemouth. Hmm. You can follow it along the mountains. Mm. And Paul Burps. Discreetly in the corner. Excuse me. Actually, so it's maybe a bit gassier than we thought. <laughs> <laughs> Proof. <laughs> Proof we needed. Shall we do marks out of ten? Mm-hmm. Unless we have any more any more information on the Williams brothers or No, well, we're gonna be coming back to them later because the beer we're gonna be finishing with is also a brewed by them but under a different label. Ooh. Mm. So um well a different brewery, not just a different label. So we'll hold off and do more Williams Brothers facts then. Uh, I have to say I've tried to look some up. quite a few of this. Label yep. type, and uh, they're all very nice. So they do they do a gold, a red, a black, and a joker. That's what they're called. So their joker is their probably their best beer. Mm-hmm. What type of beer is the joker? Uh, they don't describe it very much. Uh, so it's a pale ale, copper mm. coloured, medium body, and a pleasant mix of spice and fruit. Mm. It's, it's lots of character. The red's Although very nice as well. Yeah. And I've not had the black yet, but I think I will be trying it very soon. Now the black is their dark ale, the coffee and chocolate one. Uh-huh. Oh, it's got a swan, it's like a swan on the front, or a goose or something. Um, okay. like a goose maybe. Swan mm-hmm. doesn't. That's what's supposed to be. Yeah. Anyway, some good food. Well then, some marks. <laughs> Mr. Taylor. Uh, I'm going to give that seven. Very nice. Mm. Um, I think I will give it a six. I think I'm going to go for a, n- a nine. Because I thought it was very good. Excellent. That's very, very drinkable. Mm. I'm going to give it an 8. Wow. That's so, a pretty good start. And it's very good start. Mm. hope we can improve. That's Williams Gold on to beer 2. Indeed. Okay, beer number 2. Nimbus Blonde. Yeah, this is from the Atlas Brewery here based in Kinloch, Cleveland, which is in the north-west of Scotland. I'm trying to get my pouring measures right this time. Thank you. It looks nice. Mm. Quite it has a nice, a nice head. Yeah, but... Might gold. be the way I'm pouring, pouring it. Golden colour with a creamy beige. Yep. It is. Oh, a, it resembles the famous Kolsch beers of Cologne. They, they mould it after the Cologne beers. Uh, pale gold with a rich hop flavour. Mm, it is very goldy. So oh, go. I'm not normally fond of the hoppiness, but... It says it's soft in mouthfeel. <laughs> so it's, it's like eating cotton wool. I don't like that phrase, my feel. Oh, you can't eat cotton It smells of whiskey. Oh, mm. I don't. Mm. It smells of whiskey. Or some kind of very strong. Certainly more. Or of sherry them. or something. Oof. It smells of a. Oh, tastes a little bit of sherry as well. It smells of sherry. Is this in a sherry cask or anything? I uh, don't think so. The aroma is of profound fresh fruit hops together with a sweet nuttiness. Yeah, it's very sweet. That could be the sherry. But it says on the palate this beer has a verdant, almost vegetal hop presence. I like their funny words in this website. Mm. It also exhibits a lovely malt character of fresh bread and almonds. I actually really like this. It's, it's different. I, I'm getting actually quite a lot of the things they're saying as well, which is unusual for me. It's not as I remember it. No. It is very nice. 
Definitely bread and fruitiness. You didn't remember it very nice. No, it's I'm I'm getting confused between this this brewers. This was the champion strong beer of Scotland in two thousand and three. It's quite strong, it's five percent, isn't it? It is, yeah. Oh it's really nice. Well, this could actually turn you into a beer drinker. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Here we go. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Mind you, I'll change my mind by the time I get out. You have the attention span of a gnat. You lose interest after it. Just once you've had the elderberry one. Oh, yeah, that'll change my mind. The bottle says it's a bit German, a bit French, and has a lot of Highland water in it. Like a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure who's done their kind of marketing stuff in them. Don't make me that fate. Isn't that assuming the cloud is somewhere between Germany and France? Surely all of their beers have quite a lot of water in them, no? I hope so. Yeah, but not Highland water. The best no, kind no, of water. No, 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 but I mean, yeah. the Atlas Brewery, surely all their beers. Not Highland water. Did they get as good water as you do in the Highland? What is the best in the world? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the impression you started. Oh, yes. Highland water. Just wait to do the Australian episode, I'll be all over there. Uh-oh. We all have to call ourselves Bruce. <laughs> Bruce and shit. I know that's the Monty Python Bruce. version of the beer cast. Mm. Are you into Northern Irish beers? Because everyone would love to hear your accent. <laughs> so Make <good>. my dinner. <laughs> my famous. No, I just want them to say that again. I promise not to say it again. Richard does impressions of me for anyone who's interested out there. No, I, I did an impression of you. And oh. It went down very badly. <laughs> and so I never do it again. Didn't you did that. many patients of hers no. until she found out. Put me, yes, because. Until I was on the phone with Craig and overheard <laughs> so Oh, that's what it was. You overheard him doing it. Mm. And then he spanked his ass. But he liked that sound. He was okay. But um, back to the beer, eh? Yeah, we, we digressed a little. Yeah. It, uh... It's different to the first one, but similar, as in it's. It's pale. changed colour to me, is it? Or is it just the yeah. light? No. I think it's really nice. It is really mm. nice. I'm not so, gone, so keen on having kind of an aftertaste. Menu. I like the other way the other one was quite keen <coughs> and you didn't really have any aftertaste. It was more refreshing, but mm. this one's really tasty. It is like... Again, yeah, I can imagine having this on a... with a big plate of sausage and mash. <laughs> but then I can mm. have sausage and mash with most things. So that, and uh, it says in the bag it is very sweet and you definitely can tell. Like even the, that sherry smells because it's so sweet. And it tastes sweet. And I agree, it's got some kind of sherry up. Yeah. I was going to say overtones and undertones then, but we've already done that one. Yeah, that's another Womble joke. That's my only Womble joke. I can't do any more. Overtones, undertones. Wombling free? You didn't listen to the last podcast? No, that's a no. That's a no. I don't have iTunes. Don't you? I can send you the MP3 file, you can listen to it on the iTunes. Okay. Prepare. Deed. And do um, Nimbus is from the Atlas Brewery here in Kinloch Leven, and uh, they call themselves a small brewery with big ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe some of us have been to Kinloch Leven. Yes, we have. We've discussed this many times before. Well, once or twice. Um, this is the brewery that was founded in the aluminium smelter. Yes. After it closed down. Yes. See, have we talked about this before? Because that sounds brand new to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway, Kinloch Leven's a really beautiful spot. Or, uh, anyone who might be up visiting, <coughs> but beware of the midges. Midges, mm. yeah. Part of the bad. West Highland Way, which is very worth doing. Mm. What's the best way to protect yourself from midges? Avon Skin So Soft, but not that we should be plugging their products. <laughs> but oh. it's, a, it's a West Coast secret to keep the midges away. 
Oh. So I'll pack it, be packing and the boys away with something. You get a midgy hat with big nets around them. Oh, right, it's not a giant midge on a hat. No. <laughs> it kind of distracts no. I think we've had this discussion about what would be best. Millions of midges that they are in town, or just one giant midge. Oh, yes, that was my, yeah, my idea. The one giant midge. Yeah. At least you know where the one giant midge is. Yeah. Yeah, but you see, it'd probably be a pretty big midge. With modern technology, I'm sure we could slay it. Yeah. Would you want to? If it's that big, it could be flying about doing its own thing. I would. It mightn't be. It would be stomping about, and like crushing mountains. Maybe we'd be back to the days of chivalry and we'd have knights riding around trying to slay it. Yeah. We've only had half a glass of beer each. (laughs) (laughs) What have we talked about? Well, it's an interesting topic for scientists to run over. Knights on horseback killing giant midges. Yeah. I suppose it would, yes. Anyway. I, I, I just noticed on the back of this, it says that, that this beer is just magic with a Caesar salad. Really? Yeah, which is a very bizarre thing to see. Oh, I prefer sausage and mash with yeah. beer. Just great with a big pile of chips or something mm-hmm. really bad. Yeah, Caesar I'm salad. kind of feeling that it's, it's mm. trying a little bit too hard with the whole marketing thing. But maybe I'm being harsh. Mm, if we're comparing labels, mm. which well, looks like we're doing. Are. Yes. And then I think it's quite a nice label. The front label's quite nice, but I think some of the chat on the back... Yeah, the, the they're trying to be a bit too window. friendly or something. A bit too... But if you ignore the chat and drink up. the beer, Because I don't think it's very nice. Love Leaven nice. would even know what a Caesar salad was. That's We've alienated the whole town. <laughs> Those ten people will be sorely disappointed. Sorry, they don't and have Alice, internet. Alison lives at um, number 45... No. I can't look even. <laughs> I can't look even has the world's largest indoor ice wall. So are you assuming they're not culturally progressive enough to have Caesar salads? But people go uh, to that. They don't go from. Canada. Oh, we're not locals, right? They're <laughs> locals don't have any legs in Canada. We're not going back there in a hurry. Well, I've never been there. I, I liked King Lockleaven. <laughs> <laughs> I like King Lockleaven. It's at the head of the loch. I yes. did as well. Um, an inlet loch. No, and if you look down at two. The left, you can see Glencoe and all the mountain range, and the, the Three Sisters, another one of the Atlas one of is, yeah. And you follow the road to the right, it takes you all the way around the other side, back to Fort William. Mm. And you can see Ben Nevis and things like that from King Lothian. Craig is doing actions for people who... <laughs> for people in the room, not people <laughs> in the radio. Or casting pod... Yes. Tinker web. What's the action for climbing an ice wall? Um, I don't know, it'd be slippy. <laughs> <laughs> you climb your lad. Yeah. You have a very active beard. <laughs> this is a great item for radio. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you asked. I did ask, yes, it's true, sorry. Oh. It's in is it about um, scoring time, or have we got more info for the listeners? Well, um, if you like this a lot, the Atlas Brewery can brew beer for you. If you submit your own specifications, they'll brew one and bottle it. And I think it's better it if all. you don't like this a lot. Then Kenlock even can make your own beer for you. Because mm. then, you know, if you like it not, then But then you wouldn't trust them to make your own, would you? But then you could just buy this. You could buy this. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's a good point, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like their beer, how are you going to trust you them? But if you do like the beer, just I mean, and how many do you have to make? Presumably they won't just make you one or two. No, I think you have to buy, yeah, buy a lot. You can just go and well, sell it. Can I get that for my birthday? What? It's my birthday next week. Can I have a whole... A barrel. No, it have to be more than that, wouldn't it? Brown bear pale ale. <laughs> Brown bear pale ale, that'd be good. And would you, you could be, like, 
standing like a bear. Like a front. tiger. Uh, bear. No, a bear. And, uh, and, and you can press the button in the front and you go, Arr! Like that. <laughs> Is that not when you take the calf off? Eh? Is that not when you take the Oh, you take the calf off and noise. Oh! <laughs> Comes out of the buffalo magically. Yeah. Like, um, like cookie jars when you know what I'm talking about. Get your hands on cookies. I did, did read this week that there's a beer in America which has a, a coloured label and uh, you put it in the fridge and the label changes colour when it's cold enough to drink. So you could in, incorporate that into brown beer. That's stupid. Doesn't Nuki Brown have that where the little star on the back goes blue when it's cold or warm? Can't you just touch it and go, hmm, that's cold, hmm, that's warm? Yes, but this is a marketing gimmick to sell more beer. I think it's Coors, Coors Light. Coors. <laughs> like like, like, like things you that like a toothbrush used to clean your tongue with. Just like that. Just, just stupid like marketing things that don't work. Oh, the things that work too. Yeah, they just make you want to vomit. <laughs> don't shove it all the way down your mouth. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows cleaning your tongue makes pukey. Anyway, we've done. How did we get onto this? <laughs> Scores before I start talking more rubbish. Me? Um, I'm going to give that another seven. That was also very good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yum, yum, yum. Number nine. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo! <laughs> Two fat ladies, seven. <laughs> <laughs> and seven from me as well. Ooh. Another high score. Was it higher than the last one? I can't remember what last one got. That is higher than 11. It's not. That's no, 30. It's about the same. No, no, isn't higher than 11? Did yeah. I just say it isn't higher than 11? Isn't higher than the last one. The last one got 30 at 40. And this one's this one, 30 or 40. No, this one just got 30 or 40. 30 40. Yeah, I thought it got 29. <laughs> That's why I'm not a math and statisticianologist. <laughs> Me neither. Right, time for beer three. Indeed. And we're off. Beer number three. Rolton Brewery's Scottish Oatmeal Stout. Here we go. Ready for this, Craig? Yes. In the first first episode, we we said on air that you didn't like this noise. No, 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 I don't like this noise. Which is? The pouring of beer or things. That noise. Seems a strange thing to my leg. What's wrong with that noise, particularly? It reminds me of fat knackers for some reason. <laughs> it makes me think of fat knackers who pour out like two liters of iron brew and, into a big glass and then drink it. I don't know why. I have no idea what you mean, but I don't. Wanna, I don't want to ask. So, <laughs> carry on. Thank you. Apologies to all fat knackers. I am a fat knacker. Oh, Paul's getting himself a mean share. That's because he spent most of it on my leg. <laughs> Sorry, or that tidy drop there. It's okay. Okay, so Scottish oatmeal state. Yes, this was my choice. We didn't say before that who brought the beer. We brought a beer each this week. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, William's goal was yours. That would be mine. Sorry. Point to you. But you were going to get Joker, but you couldn't. I couldn't because, because it had run out at a local stockist. And why did it run out? Because I bought them all. Because <laughs> you only went a few minutes ago? I. <laughs> I forgot to go earlier in the week. Actually, I did go in earlier in the week and they didn't have any then. I just don't think they've got something. Uh, okay. I could have gone his, somewhere else. He did his homework, just not just at the last minute on the bus on the way to Exactly. <laughs> and given that he was incredibly uh, under the weather today, he did quite well to turn it. Indeed. He was tired in emotion. <laughs> <laughs> and what we have last time? That was yours, the Nimbus. Nimbus, yes, that was my yeah. And this one's mine. Uh, Broughton. Oatmeal stout. Mm-hmm. Not two of my favourite words, oatmeal or stout. Um, no. Does it and it is oaty? very dark. Yeah, it's very black, isn't it? Is, yeah. it, is it going to taste oaty? I'm, I'm well, quite apprehensive feeling about it. You hold up, it's very red, dark red ruby coffee, apparently. 
Yeah, it does look like bars cooler. Yeah. Another fine Scottish drink. They oh. use uh, oatmeal from the Scottish borders with the finest malt and roasted barley. Does anyone make beer with the worst oat and barley? <laughs> <laughs> um, not the finest water. <laughs> not the finest, you know, just like take, toilet water and water crap. And add some half finished malt. Yeah. Oh, we get tons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I like that. It has a cheesy flavour to it, to me. Cheesy flavour? What, what cheese are you eating? <laughs> and can I have some? <laughs> it doesn't mention cheese on the website. No, I don't it, think it would. It would be a fizzy cheese. Strong complex flavours of coffee and dark chocolate. Taste of coffee. Um, if you swirl it all around your tongue and then you can taste it at the sides of your back of your tongue, coffee, quite strongly. And the hops are from England. It's going back to what you were saying before. Ah. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's in there. Actually, it's coffee, isn't it? It's not cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is coffee. In fact, I haven't had any for... You, you rely on texture when you're eating, don't you? <laughs> I kind of feel mm, Chewy. Way. <laughs> Probably cheese. <laughs> I'm not a coffee drinker as well as not particularly being a beer drinker. Hence my confusion. If you take a big mouthful and then don't drink too. any for <laughs> 20 seconds or so, it, the mouth still tastes of coffee. Yeah, it does linger in the mouth. Yeah, in a nasty kind of way. I think it's, it's quite nice. It's got it's got a lot more taste than the other two, which you'd expect given that it's it's a completely different colour. It's only four point two percent, so it's not too strong. Which is two units apparently. You'd think it'd be a lot stronger. Well, dark ales never doesn't have to be stronger. No. Because um, some beers, if you go to Aaron Brewery, the lighter beers are the stronger ones, and the darker ones are the weaker ones. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. alright. Rotten do a huge range of beers. They've got a website that's got all the pictures on. And the bottles all have cheesy labels on them. Portraits of famous people. And And, uh, talking about labels, they're bad. Yeah, I think they have their rate as as pretty low down in the whole label. I think Richard's just about to disagree with me here. I was going to say, I think they're quite good. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right. We can disagree. That's right. We can. Very traditional. It's not my brews. Who is the fellow on the front of this bottle? That is uh, Robert Younger, who invented the Younger's Brewery in Edinburgh. Now you're using famous Edinburgh Brew. Uh, Richard yeah. likes labels because you get to learn stuff. That's <laughs> <laughs> be exactly why I don't like Labels are educational. <laughs> Quite happy not to learn anything when it's I'm crucial. having a drink. Um, the reason why he's on there is because he's the great-great-grandfather of the person who founded the Broughton Brewery. I don't know. I hate to correct you, but reading the bottle, bottle it says just great-grandfather. <laughs> oh, great-grandfather. Yeah. Of David Younger. Yes. So where is the Broughton Brewery? It's uh, in Broughton, which is near Bigger, in the borders. So that's about 30 miles south of Edinburgh, yeah. between Edinburgh and England. Uh, Broughton's Hence borders. Hence borders, yes. <laughs> We're just a fountain of information today. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a very, very small place, Broughton. Um, the only famous thing I could find out about it was that it was home to John Buchan, who wrote The 39 Steps. Mm-hmm. I was also a politician. Uh, but yeah, bigger is the nearest town. That's like got a couple of thousand people there. It's a bit bigger. A bit bigger. <laughs> if we had only had a tumbleweed sound, I'll find one. I'm sure we'll so put it in for that. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, you probably heard a comedy drum fill. Right? <laughs> I'll do it. We we can put that in, don't we? Um, they have a huge range. They uh, they only started in 1980, so it's another quite a new brewery. But they have 11 bottled beers and 18 cask beers they do, so they're quite prolific. 
Can we look at the labels again? Yes, we can. Of the other beers. Beers of character, that's what they're called. These uh, beers. No, they're oh, there, there's, a, there's a lassie. Got a wizard. Mary Queen of Scots, is it? Yes, on the border. I was just gully. wondering if it was all old blokes on it. No, they only have one with a woman on, the rest of them are all men. Black Douglas and Old Jock, who's a ginger Scotsman. <laughs> Famous for being ginger and Scots. <laughs> Narrowed out from all the other thousand ginger Scots that they decided to I'm not sure what was. Yeah, I'm not sure what it was special for. Um, Merlin? What's the Merlin connection with Scotland? But he was buried in, in Boris, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Apparently. Back in the day. If he existed. Or if he really died. He could be still walking among us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, see, Merlin was buried near Broughton and his grave is marked by a thorn bush. Inconvenient. Oh. Um, the Merlin beer is a light golden hoppy beer with a multi character. <laughs> We've had that before. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I went with the, the Scottish oatmeal stout because it was a bit different. And it's bursting with flavour of roasted barley and dark it, malt. It is quite, it's growing on me and it's rather tasty. Um, yeah. So but so I eat it's not a session beer. Even though it's quite light. There is oatmeal in it then. It's quite light. Yes. Well. And it's quite light for a, a dark ale. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they, they do they roast the barley in the malt and they put oats in it. I don't know if I can taste because oats don't really taste much, do they? On their own. Just think of ready brick. <laughs> yes. Maybe you need some a wee bit of honey in it, go and serve. Mm. 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 <laughs> No, <laughs> on the in beer is wrong. No, in porridge. It's certainly, I'm glad we did this after the other beers because that's all I could taste in memory thing. It's yes. not quite unusual that you serve this one chilled for a darker ale, or is that? No. Because you do that quite often. I know you get your Guinness ice thing, but mm. that's just. I think it's down to preference. Um, um, yeah, I think also it, it's got a sparkle to it, which generally you think would be a set of cooler. Like a, a warmer stout thing you'd maybe serve. Yeah. Whether it's flat, you would serve, but you'd have a bit warmer. You've had enough valley. Oh, at least passed it I on. I have, yes. yeah. That's the best thing about Amy Housing. She can never uh, finish her food, drink, or other things. Or other things? Yeah. Other things. <laughs> what, jigsaws? Jigsaws, <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's not go into it, please. Okay, so we'll go with some skulls again. Me again? Yeah, uh, sorry, we'll, we'll start with you. Close I'm going to give that a six. I am going to give it a two. I would say drink it if you want coffee that makes you pissed. <laughs> <laughs> and not an Irish coffee or any other. <laughs> um, I would. I think I'd have to give it a seven because it is tasty, but it's not something I would particularly want to drink. Yeah. I was. Thinking about this, and going to give it a seven, but I'm going to give it a six yeah. for no good reason. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a lowest scoring beer of the night so far, but mainly down to me. So don't let that say. Well, Twenty one out of forty it. isn't brilliant. If my calculations are correct, which are probably not. But but it is tasty. It's just yeah. It's just not my thing. Yeah. I mean, it does taste the coffee, but not in a bad way, because I, I hate coffee, I don't drink it, but I can taste coffee in that, and it's not bad. Yeah. Because it's got other things in it as well going on. Mm. Right then. So that's Broughton Scottish Oatmeal Stout. Time for beer four.
Okay, this is my beer, which is called Ebulum. Curse <laughs> of the Black Ale. <laughs> Yeah, it, it does. Uh, it does sound like a, either a hammer horror bad guy or a flesh-eating disease. Yes, <laughs> thanks for that. Yes, yeah, so well, it sounds like a flesh-eating disease. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping for it. Smallest bottle of the bottle of the year. Oh, it's oh. a funny color. It looks like it actually looks like red wine. Blimey. No, it doesn't. It oh, that's like why I red. chose it. Yes. Yeah, so being a melon beer drinker, I went to choose a beer today, and I was having a wee look around, and I was a bit confused, and I chose this one primarily because it said tastes like red wine on the back. And, uh, it looks like red wine. Right? Red wine would be my tipple of choice, so that's why I went with this. Uh, but it's actually got elderberries in, so I'm not quite sure how it tastes red winey. Anyway, well, we're all feeling a bit wine. apprehensive, I think. <laughs> and going in for a smell. <laughs> Paul hasn't given himself an overly large measure at this time. It smells of beer. That's fine. It does. Passes the first test. It passes the first test. This doesn't taste of red wine, I'm getting my honey back. If this doesn't taste of red wine, I'd be happy. <laughs> Uh, it's Ebulum. E- Paul's gone right in. Oh, of course, you know, beer in front of me, I can't stop. Tastes oh, relatively nice. similar to the last one. Does it? Tastes of dark chocolate to me. Um, apparently this is um, an original recipe found um, from the 16th century that um, they found somewhere in some kind of Celtic recipe book. Um, <laughs> and but not Mrs. Beaton's. Mrs. 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 Beaton's, okay. <laughs> I can't think of something, a Celtic name for it. Mrs. McDougal's or something. Um, although it actually came from Wales in the 9th century, so it's a 9th century recipe yes. that was copied from, but this one's copied from a 16th century recipe. Druids. Druids. Yeah. So it is, it's like a 500 year recipe for beer. Yeah, uh, it's brewed by the uh, Williams Brothers, who brewed the first one we tried. And their but other company. As we were talking at the beginning, uh, this is their other company that do historic ales. And this is historic because of the Druid connection. And uh, it's basically beer with elderberries in it. It's very dark. Very dark. It's very nice. The dark chocolate flavour is coming through really strongly for me. Yeah. Less, um, less coffee. Less yeah, coffee. less coffee. Yeah. Less of the, the bitter coffeeness. Similar More taste, smooth. but no aftertaste. I think mm. the reason why it's a similar taste is because on the website it says they make it with roasted oats, barley and wheat. Uh-huh. Which is kind of similar to what went into the other one. But they boil this with herbs and then ferment it with elderberries to give it that kind of fruity taste. It does have a different taste on the back of your tongue. It's not coffee, it's something else. It is a bit more fruity. You yeah. can taste it. I'm not picking up elderberries, but... Well, I wouldn't... But then elderberries are quite... They'd be, they'd be cooked down, you wouldn't be able yeah. to make any more. Um, also, in, <coughs> also in their range is... They do a gooseberry ale called Grosset and a pine ale called Albert. And, and their uh, most famous would be Fork. Yeah, I was wondering how you pronounce that. that Four, I imagine. It's uh, spelt uh, F-R-A-O-C-H. So yeah. It's Clive, that's how you pronounce it. I think it's Four. Is it Four? Yeah. Well, and Kelpie as well, which is the seaweed. Kelpie, which is beer the seaweed, which I want to try. I had that one. Anybody had that? Oh. No. Yeah. No. Anyone who like, speaks Gaelic will probably slag me off for saying yeah. Four, but I'm pretty sure it should be Four. Or Gaelic, even. If it was F O R A G H, Gaelic, damn it. The big, the big cast, it does poll quite heavily in the Gaelic speaking community. <laughs> I'm sure I'll we'll be writing um, into us now. But not Kim Lock Leaven. My school, no. People in my school spoke Gaelic. If you are listening in Kim Lock Leaven, we do apologise. 
do much. Okay, it's only a joke. Come on, if they can't take a joke, then it should be drinking beer. And they won't be able to chase the good old legs anyway. That's true. Do your worst with them. And bait your kneecaps. Uh, I don't know why it's called ebulum, though. What, what, what does ebulum mean? Um, yeah, you're looking at Craig for some reason. Well, why are you asking? Right. <laughs> Have I ever known anything before? It should be an anagram, but he does sound like a disease, you're right. Well, I'm wondering whether it's maybe... Lord of the Rings character. Oh, well, just struck me there. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just wondering whether it's the traditional name, because I know the Grozet is actually the name that the Gooseberry Ale was given, so I guess it's maybe just the traditional ale, because when mm. we were looking at beers today, there was actually two Grozets on sale. So, yeah. Um, I, would, I would go with that, actually. It's a, what it I go with Lord of the Rings character. Yeah. Do so you no, I was going to oh. say. Oh, come on! Ebulum is almost an anagram of mule lube. <laughs> a mule lube, <laughs> or a lube mule. Or a mule. Oh, I like to lube a mule. Oh dear! <laughs> I just, I just made it feel slightly queasy. Just, just leave that there. Yeah, let that one go. So, Charles, what do you think of uh, ebulum? <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly. <laughs> Changing the subject. Actually, um, quite like it. It's quite strong. It's, um, what is it, 6.5%? Mm. Yeah, it's pretty hefty. And, um, a rich black ale. It's a good after-dinner beer. Mm. Yeah, I, I quite like it, and I quite like the label as well. So I'm afraid that's kind of yes, swung my, my choice of the beer as well. It's pretty um, classic, kind of pretty Celtic-y. Celtic-y, writing, celtic yeah. symbols and stuff. So. This label is um, actually for the US. So we shouldn't really be drinking this. Oh, um, why is it for the US? How do you know that? Well, because it gives the refund values for all the different states that give cash refunds, and has a warning from the uh, Surgeon, Surgeon General. General. Ah. What's um, the Surgeon General say? Drink yeah. as much of this as you can in one go, <laughs> and then drive, and then operate. And then <laughs> <laughs> According to him or her. Uh, women <laughs> should not drink alcohol beverages during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. And the second point is consumption of alcohol beverages impairs your ability to drive a car or operate machinery and may cause health problems. So only do it if you really have to. <laughs> Why do they always put those labels on in very, very small print so you can't read it when you've been drinking already? What's the point? It should be on huge, huge letters. They're going to do that in the UK, aren't they? They're going to put labels on warning messages yeah, on beers. So they should, they should, they should what they should yeah, do. That's, that's reasonably. It is pretty. Oh, that's huge, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if they could have like a, some kind of thin screen that shook a lot and got really hazy, so when you're drunk, it follows your drink and you can see it perfectly clearly. Ah, just Does that make sense? In, yeah, drunk writing. I, I think you do drunk be, crazy writing. So you can go, I think it'd be better with a wee symbol, like a little, you know, a red order sign, and you could have a guy. With a pint, one hand on a steering wheel, and across through it, going. Uh, or a pregnant woman operating machinery. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Stop! Mm. That would be much easier for people to understand. Why would a pregnant woman not be allowed to operate machinery? With a beer in her hand. Oh, with a beer in her hand. <laughs> you missed the key point there. Yes. Mm. I'm always one step behind. We know. At least. Anyway. But I like it. It described it as a, a gentle finish. It does have a gentle finish. It's quite um, soft in the mouth. Hmm. Mouthfeel. Oh, yes, well, let's not talk about mouthfeel. <laughs> um, elderberries were used by the Druids for natural remedies because of their fruit oils. Apparently. That's a fact point. So this beer could actually be good for us. 
I bet the Surgeon General doesn't say that. Warning, this beer might be good for you. <laughs> especially of operating machinery. <laughs> so then pregnant women should drink it especially. Do uh, they drink Guinness? Like a little bit of Guinness? To My mum got Guinness in hospital. Mm. I got Guinness in hospital. Whether she was pregnant or just after she gave birth. Is that an urban myth? No, I think it's something to do with iron. No, you don't. Well, I got a Guinness in hospital when I was about 15. Did you give birth? <laughs> no, it wasn't because it, it's not just for pregnant women, it's for... 15, Craig, come on. It's yeah, not yeah. for pregnant... That's Falkirk for you. It wasn't Falkirk, it was Glasgow. It's if you're iron deficient. It's your so. iron deficient. Not right. necessarily. Yeah, it's nothing to do with... Well, you, you're giving Guinness when you're 15? Yeah, in hospital. A small glass. Wait, is that private? Or do you have to... No, it's a uh, Gart Naval Hospital. Got a prescription for it? Glasgow. Had to go, <laughs> had to go to Had to go to Thresh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um... I think it was partly to send me to sleep and partly to shut you up. Because uh, I, I was, I mean, I'd been ill, losing blood for about two weeks. So. Oh. You were cured by Guinness? No, no, I was cured by um, um, Operation. Uh, leeches. Leeches? Yeah. Magic leeches? Yeah. But they suck your blood and cleanse you. I your... think this bit uh, might be a lie. It might be a lie. I don't know, I was healed, I just got better after yeah. about three weeks. The wonders of modern medicine. The wonders of waiting. Anyway, we were talking there a wee moment ago about um, health warnings on, on beer and stuff. And actually, I was just thinking it's the eve of the smoking ban coming in. Oh, yes. Down south. Yeah, and yeah. I kind of overheard a funny conversation when I was down at uh, the neck of the woods um, during the week, sitting beside a, a table of people who weren't even smoking either, but they were quite worried about it for some reason and said... It was the kids they felt sorry for, which was quite interesting <laughs> in the first place. And anyway, the kids, they'll have nothing to do now. <laughs> no, their, their reasoning was that um, parents who normally smoke in the pub will now have to stay at home and smoke around their kids instead. <laughs> and mm. I was like, that's the most bizarre logic I've heard in my life. But anyway, England will survive their smoking ban, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, everywhere else in the world has managed it, I'm sure. Exactly. Get through it. So, anyway. after everybody being quite nervous about trying this beer, I think the maybe. Red wine. There's no red are, wine in it. No, I, I, I wouldn't can't taste red wine at all, but um, I think maybe the scores aren't going to be as low as I'd. Mm-hmm. I think you did well. Yeah, I did I? You did well in your choice. <laughs> yes. Thank you for that patronising. <laughs> Richard, scores? Um, I'm going to give that a six because that was very similar to la- the last one and I, I couldn't taste elderberry at all really. Um, no. I don't know what elderberry tastes of. Well, I have had elderberry You have wine juice. cordial then. Mm. Oh, but elderberry is really clear, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, it's less like grape, but it's like white grape mm. juice, I think it's, it? a little, it's a little green berry. I always expect that, mm. yeah. Anyway, sorry. Sorry, uh, Alison. Um, I think I'd give it a five. I actually think it's much nicer than the last one. It's nowhere near as bitter. Um, and it's quite smooth and easy drinking, but it isn't something I would choose again, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Craig? I will probably give it a 7, same as I gave the previous one. Um, a very similar taste, but nicer aftertaste, but not enough to get another point. Right. And I'm going to give it 6 as well, like the last one, for all the same reasons. All the same reasons. So, really, we tried two beers at the beginning that were quite similar, and two beers at the end that were quite similar. Hmm. And the two beers at the beginning were nicer. Indeed. The, the panel thought, indeed, very good. That's it. So the panel thought what? Oh, the panel thought that the first two were slightly better. Oh, yes. Than the, the last two. We did. They but they are, they are different. I mean, the, the lighter ales are much different to the darker ales, so it's kind of hard to compare. Maybe you're just hard, not hardened enough. 
at the moment for the darker one. No, we're not going to speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) But years into this. (laughs) Bone paid for. Indeed. Did I ever tell you that the man at Ossian Brewery wouldn't serve me because I said I preferred light ales to dark ales? No, I think you said you preferred lager, wasn't it? No, no, no. So where were you? Ossian. We were at the Loch Lomond Beer Festival. At the beer festival. You went up to the man behind the counter. Went up to the man behind the counter who worked for Ossian Brewery who was very good, make a lot of nice beer. From that part of the world. Um, and he asked me what I preferred because I had my token for yep. beer. So I prefer light ale, kind of hoppy. And he just went, <laughs> and kind of wandered off. <laughs> well, let's never review any of that. <laughs> Although, well, the one I did eventually get was an Austrian brewery, it was light, and it was lovely. Ah. Well, so, out of four, the first two won. Yes. If they're, you know, there's not winning, we're all winners. Winning's not really the right word, is it? We're we preferred. Um, and so, yeah, next time we will be drinking beers from the north of England because we've also split England in half. Yes, we have, yes. Um, we, we had a look at English beers and we decided there was just far too many good ones to have one podcast about it. So we divided it between north and south. And we've got four beers from the north of England, which is both our neck of the woods. So we've got lots of good northern facts. Um, and we'll be recording that soon. But uh, for now, I guess that's goodbye. You can Don't forget, you can go to our blog, which is um, beercast.blogspot.com. And sponsored by... We don't have a sponsor. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you wish to sponsor us, then give us lots of free stuff. <laughs> Not likely. Especially if you're, you're perhaps a, a pie manufacturer. <laughs> and, uh, All pies to Taylor. <laughs> beer to me. Um, red wine. Red wine for Alison. <laughs> Nothing. So nothing for me. Monster no. Munch. Monster Munch. Big boxes of Monster Munch. Um, and if you've got any comments, any questions, any queries, you can email us at uh, thebeercast at googlemail.com. Yeah. And until then, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. I feel pretty. Oh, pretty.